Welcome to the Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts, Maggie Mutesi and Dumi Jere, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly Beat. I am your host from Johannesburg in South Africa, Dumi Jere. That is my name, and as always, my co-host, partner in crime, Maggie Omtesi, coming to us from uh, Dakar in Senegal this time. How are you, Maggie? I'm doing fine, Dumi. A very good uh, morning from here. I can't believe it's already coming to the end of the year. Yeah, and boy, do we need a break. It's been a long year. I think it's not just been a long year. It's been an economically draining year, you know just a lot going on tell me about it you know speaking of economically uh, i mean because obviously when we talk about economically we're talking of things that must make sense to the pocket Mm. and for me i still cannot get over the fact that somebody took 44 billion of their money uh and went and bought a product that they've always been complaining about they've always been saying that uh there are too many bots here uh, this product doesn't work. And for those that are not in the know, I'm talking about Twitter. There's no way we can ta- we can start this show without talking about Twitter, really, because uh, Twitter is is the is the current news. Mm-hmm. I think in the last episode, I said, yeah, I'm still to quite fully understand how he's planning on on, on doing this thing. And frankly, I think it's a masterclass on what not to do in running a company. Uh, But hey, maybe I'll be proven wrong in future. Firstly, for me, uh, this is somebody who is known for being very uh, anti-advertising. He says Mm -hmm. um, he does not advertise. He does not believe in advertising uh, his Tesla cars. Yet here he is encouraging companies like OD and uh, Mercedes-Benz to see the value of ads on Twitter. You're like, hmm, okay. Uh, he said, uh, that, uh, what do you call this? The platform was overvalued. Um, and yeah, he arrives first day, he fires everybody, um, lays off everyone on the African uh, Twitter office in Accra, Ghana. And one moment he says it's going to cost us $20. Next moment it's going to cost $8 to get uh, Twitter blue. It just seems like, um, yeah, he's just trying to recoup his $44 billion that he spent buying this thing. Um, yeah, Maggie, what has been your take of the week that's been since Elon took over? The week that's been, for me, I feel like, you know, we did an episode a couple of uh, weeks ago, or I think a month or two, talking about how... The world is, you know, yearning and looking for techies all around and stuff. And on, on the flip side, you look at um, what's happening. For example, the fights you've been, ex- I've been seeing with Elon Musk and his employees and laying them off. And you know, uh, in broad, in broad day social media, <laughs> and it's quite. <laughs> It's quite fascinating, but ultimately, like I've already said, Dume, for me, um, uh, he's he's, going to have to make the platform work. And I think um, he's a billionaire, but he's also a businessman that has uh, created successful businesses, especially in in spaces that 
you would then you would not have thought those businesses would thrive like electric cars you know how many people mm. would actually buy electric cars or you know if you think about even as pesex and, uh, and 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 all of that so i'm a bit optimistic for me this is a real-time masterclass on how to run a business how and how not to run a business depending on how you look at it i suppose it's both yeah, because he's being yeah. transparent about a lot of things. Like they're spending, what, 13, 14 million US dollars annually for just lunches. As you think through it, you realize that he's actually frustrated of the platform he bought himself. So mm. the question is, is he going to be able to turn it around? But oh man, the amount of people that have lost jobs, the amount of people that I see um, screaming, uh, you know, on this platform to me, I am um, learning from Elon. I am a fan. Uh, of the work he has done. And I feel like Twitter employees were probably the most privileged employees I've ever had my whole life. But isn't that that way in, in, in the tech world anyway? Most of these tech companies, they've got well, all those perks. Look, I think for me, um, it's, it's, it's um, well, there are so many other, I mean, there are other things that um, I do admire about uh, the way he's doing things. Uh, on the one hand, um, I am left confused because, you know, um, for example, we, we, if we look at, say, his pricing model, um, mm. how did he come up with the price of, <clears throat> was it $20 at first? Um, and then um, $8 next. Um, mm. Was there research done or did he just go straight into the tactics of it? Uh, because, I mean, obviously, once you do your uh, research, you're then meant to move to strategy. Or was there even a strategy? Or he also just, again, uh, went straight into tactics. Um, is there really a need to fire uh, everyone when you arrive? Why not uh, at least uh, phase it, uh, learn from the people, and, you know, before you then uh, make your drastic uh, changes? Um, so for me, it's, 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 uh, all of those things it's around, um, 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 framing, uh, how, how do you, how best do you, um, 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 frame the narrative around what it is that you're trying to do. Um, and for me, the other big thing is that, you know, at the end of the day, um, the biggest insight into, you know, one of the uh happenings at, uh, that are going on at at uh, at twitter for me is that like i said at the beginning he's trying to recover his 44 billion first mm. um and in the process if you are that so focused on that one particular point you miss the other point which is what kind of value are you bringing uh, for the users of the platform which in turn will lead to value for the business um yeah right now uh, look uh and as much as i'm a big fan of ellen seems like all he has done is made a mess of the pricing um undermined his reputation in the process uh, underwhelmed investors uh, confused us the customers and yeah demonstrated you know an inability to handle pricing but um for me the other big thing was uh, his layoffs of people, man. I don't know if it's his fault or if it's something that we can attribute to every, to, to stuff that's going on in the uh, tech world. Mm. Because on the one hand, um, he just arrives and he's making all these changes from a human resources perspective. 
But then you look at uh, Meta, the parent company of Facebook and all those guys, mm. they're also doing layoffs. Um, mm. We're also doing layoffs. Amazon, uh, I think Stripe. And this, I mean, we're just talking of the, you know, the international companies. Uh, mm. And even if we were to come to our own African tech companies, the situation is the same, which begs the question, what really is going on? I mean, mm. How do you make sense of it? You've put it in a very uh, interesting way. Uh, you know, if you look at it, it's, it's like um, such an exciting, interesting time of the technology world. I mean, like I said, a few episodes we did uh, a while ago, talking about so much talent leaving Africa for the tech jobs. And yet on yeah. the other hand, we're seeing um, an entire episode of layoffs in, uh, in the technology space. Um, a lot of companies are either freezing the um, hiring or laying off people. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like in just a short time, the economy has turned. Mm, and it's mm. the tech workers are actually being hit hard. If you look at, you know, Meta, which is Facebook, Twitter, um, you look at uh, Amazon. Uh, we were just laughing about this. You know, it's, it's like tens of thousands. Amazon alone mm. announced, I think, 10,000. Yeah. You know, Meta alone, I think, announced, I don't know, you know, 11,000 or something. Twitter yeah. had about half of their employees laid off. And mm. um, even, you know, companies as small as Snapchat. Snapchat is not actually small. Snapchat is, lay, I think, laying off 12,000 employees. Wow. And it says, you know, it's, it's the lowest period of sales growth since they mm. actually public i you i told you about link itself which you know laid off 700 you know jobs you can go on and on and talk mm. about all of these layoffs but it, it's like it's a reckoning for for the industry and it's it's uh quite complex to really understand what's going on but you know um it's also interesting to me mm. uh because if you think about it this way technology companies became more successful during the pandemic it's like they were the saviors it's like mm. they actually all of a sudden, you know, uh, you know, their 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 value just showed high. If you remember, even yeah. companies like Zoom that you know you barely used, it became it it it, it, it was just Im unimaginable that we could live in a world without technology anymore. And then yeah. you the flip side, you look at it a couple of um, years later. And it's just like this world crumbles down in a way you never expected. Forgetting mm -hmm. about even the layoffs alone, you've 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 seen what's been happening with uh, FTX, the 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 crypto, yeah, um, the crypto platform, platform that actually has gone with billions of uh, billions of assets, sure. billions in assets mm -hmm. of actually people's money. Yep. And then you know you're looking at NFT that no longer exists. So it's like mm. in one moment. You're, you're hearing stories or even you're actually believing that if you don't have an FT, if you, you don't have anything in the metaverse, you're left out. On the yeah. other hand, a, a month or a couple of months later, everything is crushed. Yeah. I don't think there's something, I don't think this is the kind of, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's conflicting. It's confusing for me, Dumi, actually. I would really love to really understand how this world really works. And I, I have a feeling, is it that we overvalue? Is, is it regulation? Is it... Is it um, is it the inflation? Is it you know you can't say commodity prices. I mean this is not trade, <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm really trying to economically and um, in terms of technology understand what's really happening, 
and yeah. look look into the future. Uh, there's a lot of money in Silicon Valley. There's a lot of money in technology. When you hear salaries or, you know, the money they spend in these companies or the value of these companies, there's a lot of money. Mm, so mm, mm, mm. I guess the future is what lies ahead. Uh, the question is what lies, what lies ahead for the future of technology companies. Because obviously um, it seems like it's crumbling, but at a very fast pace. And yeah. I feel yeah. like all our lives have now been conditioned to think in this world. I, for example, was telling you, um, I'm using these online banks that after FTX crashed, I went to look at the reviews and oh my goodness, it's just like a lot of people are actually not getting money. And it's because I hadn't reached that amount of money probably. That's why my bank was safe. They made yeah. me realize I'm not safe. I need to take my money out as soon as possible. So... Yeah. You know, it's it's just it's just like we are advancing, but security wise, forget the layoffs. Now I'm looking into you know crypto and you know and and all of these companies as well. I'm not yeah. sure. There's so many questions. Yeah. yeah, look, I think uh, for me the short answer is uh, around how um, it's almost at this point inevitable that. Um, uh, you know, the world is going to go into some sort of recession. So, uh, I mean, those are what I would call, let's call it a recurring factor um, when we mm. look at these tech layoffs. Uh, so there's lots of rising interest rates. And so companies have to be prudent with the money that they've got. Um, put a moratorium on some of the things. Um, as well as, um, uh, I could say, decreasing demand as well. And like you're saying, during the pandemic, there was like lots of overhiring patterns that, that went on at all these companies. Hmm. And now some of these things now need to be curbed. And this is where we find ourselves. Um, but yeah, I suppose the big lesson for all of us here is to, you know, as much as possible, uh, simplify lives and uh, try run uh, what I would call uh, lean ships. Like, you know, there's no need to have way too many people uh, just you know run a small lean lean ship uh, i suppose that's uh, that's how i would put it i'm afraid maggie we're gonna have to leave it here for 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 this week uh, and folks thank you for tuning in to this one we truly truly appreciate uh, if you would like to give us um, any feedback regarding um, uh, the show or some ideas um, please feel free to info. I mean, to email us at info at uh, mansamedia.africa. From myself in uh, Johannesburg and uh, Maggie in Dakar, till the next episode, here's to peace and profit. The Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts, Maggie Mutesi and Dumi Jerry, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa.